stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Coming at you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California, this is the Blue Heaven Podcast. And I'm so not ready, I almost pushed the applause button. Boy, would my face have been red. Wow. Shame on you. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? We are powered by the Overtime Podcast Network. My name is Clint, and you can find me. It's real I really just dramatic pause. I just wanted to leave it. You can find me. You can find me. <laughs> Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, uh, we're going to talk about COVID and casinos and clubs. Oh, my. And maybe Lou Williams. I don't know. A little <laughs> bit of everything. Uh, baseball Baseball's in a weird spot right now. Yeah. Kind of a pivotal breaking point, maybe, possibly, that we're facing. I think everybody's... Uh, not sticking too closely to them, their guidelines, I don't think, methinks. Yeah, uh, so we'll talk was, about that. If only there was like rules and regulations that these people <laughs> if, were if supposed to. there was to... only a 113-page handbook that we could read from <laughs> or something like that. We'll also talk about some updated <clears throat> protocols because, of course, the Marlins and the Cardinals are both doing bad things and not doing things rightly because East Coast sucks and anywhere east of California is the East Coast. They're, uh, they're driving me to drinking. Yeah, big same, big same. And we're also going to talk about those Dodgers who all of a sudden look like a professional baseball team coming off of two losses from the Giants. When the world was ending, we are back, and we are better than ever, except we're still not that good. We're also going to talk about what's going on at the alternate site because the Dodgers have some weird USC alternate training site that no one knows anything about other than the fact that there are guys there. So we talk with mm-hmm. the top prospect, Josiah Gray, Jojo Gray, if you will, <laughs> about his experience there. And uh, you get an inside look, like mentally. And and, mentally yeah, look. You get to look, but with your ears mostly. You get to look through his words. Yes, that's, that's totally a thing. And I guess now we officially owe Jojo a uh, friend of the show shirt. We do. Sorry. Yeah. We, I didn't so, even think uh, about that. Damn. Jojo, we got to get your shirt. We, we've, we've picked up so many uh, new friends of the show. Uh, we're going to need a lot of help with those shirts. But uh, Doctors and pitchers <laughs> and everybody. Oh, my. Before we do get into the show, we remind you this is a podcast. So if you haven't subscribed, if you haven't rated us, if you haven't reviewed us, I guess mostly on iTunes there, we would really appreciate it. Uh, positive preferred, but it would mean a lot to us. Uh, Blue Heaven Podcast on all of the spots that podcasts are available. Uh, sorry, YouTube.com slash DodgerNationTV. Go there, subscribe, mash that uh, notification bell. You know, Do that. And Do then, that. And then it'll ding. We'll ding in your pocket every time we go live here. <laughs> we'll ding in your pocket. Roach says, tell John Heyman he could find me. I think he could find a lot of people right now. Heyman, uh, Heyman has had himself a solid, really solid seven to ten days. By solid, hey. I mean terrible. Yeah, he's uh, verbally assaulting people via DMs on Twitter, which is always a good look for a high-profile sports reporter such as himself, if he can call himself that. Is that a shot at him? Did I take a shot at him? He can find me. Yeah, yeah. He can find me. Adam, catch hands. Let's Braulio on uh, Braulio. I don't know if I'm even going to be pronouncing that right, but on Facebook. Uh, says, Kershaw killed it, and we need to get him a ring ASAP. The clock is ticking. He also says, cheers. So, cheers. Mr. Estrada. 
There, we cheers for you. Cheers, Ethan. Mr. Crushgut <laughs> says the Cardinals and Marlins Mr. can't get enough of those thoughts. Mr. Crushguts? That's T-H-O-T. Mr. Crushguts on YouTube. The legend. Quality name, quality comment. Nick from my hometown over there in Uptown Whittier, where um, things are weird and the girls uh, are allegedly prettier. So, <clears throat> AJ says Clint Wack. Thank you. Thank you, AJ, on the guitar. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, man, there's a couple of them. Luis from Uptown Whittier. Whittier represent, huh? Whittier Treste Omi. I don't know. I think that's actually a gang. Is I probably it, shouldn't say that. Out. I have no affiliation. He's I not am a white affiliated. boy. <laughs> I'm a white boy, except for um, you know when I need to be Hispanic, which I actually am. So dumb people are going to dumb. Let's talk about baseball being broken. And we're not exclusively talking about uh, Rob Manfred this time, but uh, you know, as, as we do around here now, I, le- I just left it on. This is going to be um, full recurring part of the show whenever it comes to Rob Manfred because um, I shall unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves be gone vile man be gone from me I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds and that's because he's bad at his job evergreen 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 content. That's what you're looking for everybody perpetually uh, upset with Rob Manfred because he had um, he also had a very interesting and busy week himself but First off, the details, of course, as widely known, the Marlins had 18 players and a total of, uh, well, it's up to 20, with including staffers of um, traveling personnel test positive for the COVID or the Rona, if you're nasty. Cardinals coming in hot. They're trying to make up for um, lost time there. They had 13 announced positive tests today. Ooh. Monday, the 3rd of August, our first August show. Imagine, oh, happy August, everybody. Remember all those know, July shows? Is any good thing in August? No, there's, this is like the one month where there's no holiday. Hmm. I have two birthdays to deal with. Family. I have a family birthday. Yeah. You have family? Yeah. No way. Let's talk about it. Feels that. like everybody's birthdays this year. <laughs> Weirdest thing, man. I don't know what's He's... going on. Uh, on top of that, the. Uh... Oh, wait. AJ's going to love that. That's a dad joke for you, Chief. He's going to really like that one. On top of that, the <laughs> highly anticipated Field of Dreams game, which we all didn't ask for, also happens to be canceled. Who would have guessed that? I don't know who freaking wanted that game anyways but it's canceled so i'm so sorry to disappoint you if you were looking forward to that no disrespect intended but it is canceled also the marlins how have played a whole what three games i think they've played not many they have not played many games they're hey they're like top five in the league though and runs scored per game oh they're still they're crushing it right now marlins are one of the best teams so i do not know how they're gonna make up these marlins games i don't think they can stack that many double headers on top of them i don't know what they're gonna do for the marlins i think they should just tell them like hey Sit this one out, you know. Yeah. Maybe we don't. They did that. Year. They did that in the NBA, and look at we're all happy. I think they had already started their season. I think that's the well, issue. I mean, there's that, but let's be fair. The Marlins were never going to go. The anywhere. Marlins were never going to go anywhere. <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that they're still going to want to play. Players are still going to want to earn money, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's making for a really strange situation because the Marlins have to sign like a bunch of random dudes and pull up a bunch of random dudes and now all of a sudden one lineup looks completely different and now you don't know what you're going to get from them roach says jock can do a better job at being commissioner and i would say um 
Well, I forgot where I was going with it, but we he, we've seen him try to play first base, so that's a that thing. would be that's interesting. It. That I was would, just a burn. I would like to like theoretically, I would like to watch that go down. I don't know if I would actually like to watch that go. Oh, down. That's what I was going to say. Rob Manfred as is as good as a commissioner as Jock Peterson is a first baseman. We made it. We follow. We definitely follow you on that one. And that's the show. Thanks for snow. Um, where was it at? Tammy asked if they heard anything about the appeal of Kelly's suspension yet. No, we actually thought about that earlier, and we're going to find out more about that uh, probably tonight or tomorrow from Mr. David Roberts. Um, but uh, other than that, I like AJ. AJ on the guitar, Mr. AJ Gonzalez over here. I'm watching on Facebook because I think he's got uh, about five minutes of downtime between being uh, being a dad. But uh, he says the Marlins hung out with more people extracurricularly than would be normally at their games. Ooh. That's a nice shot at Miami, even for me. Uh, Alyssa over on Periscope says, Jock 2020, free ice cream for everybody. And that, <laughs> that is a platform I can get behind. I'm all for it. That and, you know, nobody should ever have to pay for ranch. That's another thing. It's part oh, of that's platform. a big one. That is a big one. Uh, Nick Lopez says, the Cardinals and Marlins are a bunch of sucios. <laughs> bunch of sucios. Mom they is. will, and on that subject, I can we can talk about. I mean, Derek Jeter is kind of like an important person, I guess, in Miami. I I still don't really understand why he's down there, but he responded towards the understandable anger <clears throat> in the industry towards the Marlins players. I guess basically he was like, "Hey, I just want some empathy for my guys." Some of, he said literally verbatim, "Some of our traveling party had a false sense of security and comfort," you know, and people are saying. You know, you're out in bars, you're running over all over town, yeah. doing stuff, and he's like, no, 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 that's that's not that's not what happened. They just got comfortable when they were traveling. And I'm like, first of all, what does that mean? It means they weren't wearing their masks. They're probably bouncing around. Maybe they went to that Lou Williams, Williams Club. Strip club? <laughs> yeah, he bought it, right? Yeah, <laughs> to destroy all the tapes. Yeah, he's got, we got to destroy these. <laughs> On uh, YouTube, a sale loner says, "What? COVID didn't go away, but it's summer. I thought that was supposed to be the thing. <laughs> it seems like it spiked in the summer." <laughs> What happens? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we laugh to make the sadness go away. So, I'm sad. The uh, what's that guy's name? John John Mozeliak or Mozeliak, whatever. The owner of the Cardinals today also is another guy who just tried to kind of not so much put it necessarily on his players in a way, but uh, the Cardinals were the team that were rumored. Thanks to our friend, uh, friend of the show, Jay Hare, who I think he actually deleted that tweet, if I'm not mistaken, oh, smartly. Did, yeah. But, uh, of course, it's the world and the era of screenshots and canceling. I don't think he was tra- attempted canceling. But um, the rumor was that the Cardinals went to a casino, which, despite all of those fine Pachanga, Morongo casinos yeah, that we get on the Dodger broadcast... <laughs> You're not put, you're not finding me in goddamn casino any time in the next five to ten years, and that's not just because I'm not a huge gambler. No, it's because I like to not die. I'm really tired <laughs> of the commercials, to be honest with you. I'm also oh tired God, of they... seeing Johnny Bench. My oh, God, I'm many, tired of seeing Johnny balls Bench. Balls can he hold? And Tumgus, 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 <laughs> Tumgus, and JT with Tumgus. But Cardinals GM, that's GM, right, John. Was it Moseliak? I don't even know quite a Moseliak. Whatever it's that guy. It's the same guy who said that ba- owning a team isn't profitable. He said players, uh, or he he commented on the fact that the report was players went to a casino. He says I have no factual reason to believe that's true, 
and I have not seen any proof. If they were at a casino, no, that would that would be disappointing. <laughs> well, n- yeah, no. that would be bad if they were, but I don't know if they were. That's basically what he just said. I don't know if they were, but that wouldn't be good. Maybe he should have given them immunity, and they just would have told him everything. Oh, no suspensions. And and a little of everything. Do you like that guy? That one guy who's who had the sign in the. The the trash can lid at Angel Stadium. It was good. Yeah, yeah. The guy's a legend. His quality. His name is probably Jeff. Seems like a good name for that guy. Jeff Weaver. <laughs> Too soon. Rest yeah. in peace, Jeff Weaver. But with all of this, so that the Cardinals stuff started coming out on what like Thursday, ish, I think, <clears throat> and uh, maybe Friday, and then on Friday, old uh, Robbie Manfred decides to inject himself into the game once again de- days after his office egregiously suspended Joe Kelly for missing Astros batters with fastballs and uh, cement mixers. I'm calling it Rob Manfred's 24 hours of hard ass because he's like, I'm going to suspend the season. This is Everything's going to be shut down if these assholes and teams and players don't get their things figured out. And then somebody went like, hey, don't forget about the money. And he's like, you know what? I'm, we're not going to actually shut anything down. Now, you know, but people better start doing better or else. I think that's that's pretty close. Good it's re- pretty close. It's a good retelling. Yeah. I mean, I, are we going to say we can talk <laughs> about how bad of a job Rob Manfred is doing again if we want to do that all day because uh, it's not good. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you every little bit of that. You get a point when you have a factual statement. Uh, we have another fan watching from uh, Australia. Oh. I feel like anytime we get an international fan, we have to announce that. That's cool. Well, welcome to the show. This is what the office looks like. Thanks for stopping by. We have beer in the fridge. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> um, no, we got somebody who's yelling at us about uh, podcast rules and all that. You know, you are, are social distancing here. You know, if you if you know you're being intel, we're not at a club. We're in a a room. This with- isn't a strip club. <laughs> you gotta, you're kidding me. You got to pay more, Daddy. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, we're, we're it's just us in all this office. All two of us here. All two of us really spreading it around. We're not going really to places that are putting us in danger. We're not I'm at my home 99% of the time. And if he's not there, he's here. That's true. I've only been two places in my life. The the sickest thing about Brooke is that awful mustache. Oh! Wrecked. Back to you in the studio. I'll have you know that somebody told me <laughs> I had a nice mustache this weekend. I I I mostly do like it, but it seemed like I I've I have we don't want to get back on mustache conversation. It many... just tends to take off in the chat and just doesn't stop. You know, <laughs> Nick Lopez asked so much for a lap dance for, from Clint for Nick. Uh, uh enough, enough. Just bought a roof, and so I need to make some scratch back there, Chief. <laughs> so of course, all of these things are happening pretty much where you'd expect: East Coast, Midwest. Dumb areas of the country, as we like to say uh, in my brain. Sorry, guys. So, we're looking at this. Kate defends your mustache, by the way. It's a nice mustache. And, See, eh, I told gets, you. Gets the job done. In your opinion, let's kind of talk this out. As Mr. Kreshkett says, it looks like Jeff Kent. So, you are a cop. I'm a cop. Oh, no. <laughs> Who is going to be the first team out west to uh, end up with an out pro? That is my Jeff yeah. Kent sunglasses. Nice, nice Jeff Kent sunglasses. Who's going to be the first team out west to encounter an outbreak or have an internal outbreak? Well, you got to think. Inbreak? You, <laughs> you got to think it's going to be a younger team, right? 
like a a team without <laughs> veteran leadership, a team oh. not in the playoff chase, oh. a team with not good leadership at the executive <laughs> level. So if I were a betting man, I would say that the Mariners are in trouble. Ooh. And oh. Washington's also not in a great state. Uh, uh, in, I mean, Washington is a good state. I mean, they're not in a great state right now. I'm not taking shots at Washington. I like the Mariners. I think they're a good, 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 good ball club. So this is not like you going after. No, no, no. Florida, I'm not going Miami. after them. No. Okay. I hate Florida. I hate Houston. But uh, no, I think the uh, the Mariners. I guess would. I mean, if it depends on what terms you're putting it in. But looking at all the factors involved, teams mm-hmm. who don't have leadership, especially on the field in the clubhouse, those are the ones who tend to make uh, irresponsible decisions. The Dodgers yeah. have had those conversations with young guys. The veterans have had conversations with some of the younger stars of the game, uh, deleting Tinder and uh, <laughs> keeping them out of clubs <laughs> and such. So uh, you need that in the clubhouse because coaches, what a coach says only goes so far. What a general manager says only goes so far. You know What, what Dave Roberts says to Cody Bellinger is only going to register so much yeah not because he's cody bellinger but because uh he's dave roberts yeah you need the uh you need the veteran presence like gift to, to you give a present yeah, yeah yeah but you need that somebody like a justin turner like they did with the dodgers but that's getting a little bit ahead right here <clears throat> getting into the comments here my buddy sandro says the sorry ass giants it's another team that doesn't quite have leadership even though you know mm. there's people oh they wait oh out. i forgot yeah buster's <laughs> not there oh man oh well, at least i got mad bum oh wait no mad bum isn't there anymore he they got probably... brandon belt <laughs> And they got Pablo Sandoval of other nutritionists. I've got I've got fifty bucks on and my Mad Bum being a uh, it's a hoax guy, American bucks. I can see it. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So uh, sorry, I got distracted there because these comments are are lit. I can see that being a team for sure. I think there's there's enough veteran leadership, and I think Farhan being uh, you know, not too far removed from being a Dodger guy. He'll probably, uh, you know, kick some ass, and make sure people aren't going out and getting a little wild there. What about the Angels? You know, they team they seem to do uh, bad things. They, team, to, they the seem health. to make bad decisions overall. <laughs> bad See things. To every the health pitching of their arm that has ever come through their system <clears throat> in the history of the since Jared Washburn. <laughs> you know, you're talking about with the Mariners. You know, the the lack of um, you know veterans and leaders. And I, I, the first team I thought of was the Padres because they're a young team, and you know, young teams like to go out and have some fun. They are in a fun city, uh, it, a very fun city. San Diego, isn't it? Isn't, it, isn't it just like like food and like Sea World? <laughs> Do boys what? like Sea World? <laughs> what is? <laughs> I mean, food's a pretty good determinator of like what's fun and not for me. I don't care to go to Sea World so much, but I mean, if there's good food, mm-hmm. I'll go. I don't know what kind of food at Sea World. I don't think I've ever been to a Sea World. Yes, I don't care to see a Sea World. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That those are my uh, San Diego is kind of my pick. Arizona is obviously a hot spot, so that makes a lot of sense. But that's another city where it's kind of like there's not a whole lot to do. As Christian says, you know, Machado's at gas lamp all the time. So uh, yeah, probably he's a he's a he seems like the party type. Yes, he likes that fun. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we all do. So have some fun. This beat is sick. Moving on. I thought you were gonna drop a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. You are a uh, an inspiration to Major League Baseball. We're very proud of you because last Monday, Brooke um, invented the fun police, the, the sort of uh, chaperone, if you will, that teams should have somebody there to basically watch them, to watch their shit and make sure they're not being dumb. And mere hours later, 
I mean, suddenly, like seventy-two ish, maybe hours. It's yeah. just hours later. So it just confirms that somebody listens to our show. Friend of the show. That hours guy. later, Major League Baseball makes it mandatory that all teams essentially have a team mom. <laughs> I like that. All right, you, we got to pick it. So it's team mom. I call it an accountability narc. So, they're both good. Yeah. yeah, they're both the same thing. Vote, vote in the comments below. <laughs> what, what do you guys prefer about that? Uh, basically, <laughs> all it is is Major League Baseball told teams that you have to designate exactly as I said, exactly as I said that they should do. Uh-huh. You have to designate a person that is responsible for this, a coronavirus protocol officer or whatever they're calling it that <laughs> enforces mask wearing, social distancing in the dugouts, in the buses, on the airplanes, on their flights, all these things. The person that is just looking out for things like that to be like, hey, 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 six feet apart. Hey, 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 mm-hmm. hand sanitizer. Hey, 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 here's your mask, et cetera, et cetera. And to keep them out of like uh, hotel lobbies and bars and crap like that because it's really easy for those guys to just come out of their rooms on the on the road trip and just be like, I'm just going to go down to the bar real quick. And they're like, mm-mm-mm. They're yeah, waiting at their door. Seems- they're doing the thing where, I don't know, parents apparently do this. I've never done this, but they put like tape on the hotel door. So you can tell if your kids came out of the hotel door. Isn't that like, that's like, that's like sitcom stuff. Yeah. I saw it on a TV show once. That's like, that's like red foreman leaving a strand of hair across the ignition of his Corvette. Yeah. Too deep dive, too deep dive. No. Well, anyways, shows, anybody? Now we have that. And the, the Dodgers, they, okay, let's, let's be honest. We saw what they were doing in the dugouts. We saw that it was not the best. We saw that they were high-fiving when there was supposed to be no high I was told there was not supposed to be any high-fives, and I saw a lot of mm-hmm. high-fiving. And I was like, okay, they're wearing batting gloves. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe they're not. Maybe that's okay. I yeah. don't know. I don't understand this. We saw a lot of spitting. We saw Justin Turner sitting on the part of the bench that said, do not sit <laughs> Big on words this behind him. part of the bench. And he was like, this is where I'm sitting. And then all these guys and sitting Mookie in row. right next to him. And you start looking at that, and you're like, oh, they're getting a little loose with it. And then this whole thing happens with the Marlins and then the Cardinals. And now you're looking at it like, okay, we got to change something. Because if we don't, it's coming to us real quick. It just takes one person making a a bad decision, and and that takes down a whole team like the Marlins did. So Dodgers did step it up. Uh, They... Dave Roberts met with Justin Turner, mm-hmm. team uh, the designated team leader, the appointed team leader, I guess you can call him, mm-hmm. um, and they discussed some stuff they can do. So over this past weekend, you got to see a lot of different stuff. So less high fiving, still some, still happening, borderline, yeah, still happening. A lot of I, uh, air fives, which is good. A lot of air fives. Plus, um, credit. You do see them always having the the neck gator, gator on, yeah, like at all times, mm-hmm. so that when they're in the dugout, just pull it up real quick, keeping it on. When you go back out, Seager seems off. to be struggling a little bit with. He it, does. Austin Barnes also seems to be struggling. Is he still in the? T- yeah. Okay. yeah, there was a couple times where they pan to him on the bench and he pulls it down and he's just, you know, doing his Austin Barnes thing. Bust the Fauci. The camera's not on me. I can take off my mask. So there's a couple people <laughs> that are struggling with it a little bit. But they're trying and they're working towards something and they're getting better at it. And at least they're not still high-fiving and hugging each other. So we got that going for us. Important um, interjection here on the debate of whether or not it should be accountability narc or team mom. Jeff Snyder points out that if the person or the person needs to be bringing orange slices to be considered a team mom. I I said that should be part of the deal, Jeff. And I if MLB didn't listen to me, that's not my fault. This Someone needs to contact whoever's in charge of that. Question though, usually that kind of team mom would be cutting up, pre-cutting the oranges into slices, like you said, orange slices. Is that not like 
ideal for the protocols? Somebody else manhandling your orange, if you know what I mean? I, I don't know, but I would not expect <laughs> Cody Bellinger to know how to peel an orange. How do I orange? He's like, what is this? You ever notice how it's the same color as it's called? <laughs> the outside meat doesn't taste as good. <laughs> is this how they nice. make orange crayons? <laughs> yes, Cody. Uh, AJ says every team needs a Craig Council. Ooh. But isn't that more it's watching other people? Yeah, That's yeah. Watching that, the you're other not team. watching your team. You're watching the other team. You know who the opposite is of that? Of Craig Council? Yeah, Dusty Baker. Ah. Uh, yeah, because he's like, go get him, boys. <laughs> Basically, we got a hashtag hall monitor. Hall monitor's good. They're literally hall <clears throat> monitoring, so that, that's there's, there's some accuracy to that. <laughs> I would like to know who each team's person was, and I just want a picture of them because I just need to know how intimidating. You got to be a little intimidating to do that job, right? Like yeah, no so one's gonna take kind of no one's gonna take me seriously. Like oh no, I'm like I hey don't... fellas, if you could take six steps back from each other, and they're like get out of here, dude. Wait, like is this like a straight geek dude in your mind? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know who I'm imagining so. doing it. I was imagining like a very brawny man doing it to yeah, keep them but... apart, like an Edwin Rios type of figure. <laughs> Just like move back, and you're like, Sir, I'm gonna need you to step back from uh, Mr. Mookie Betts. Can I get you anything else, Mr. Betts? Oh, like a designated bodyguard for only the good players. (laughs) Well, Mookie can afford one too. Yeah. So while the Dodgers have stepped up their game and they sent out the, um, I think that was also on Friday, they they sent out sort of their own uh, press release, but not press release uh, to only the media people that they like and have in their cell phones. Via the Trusted Notes app, Alana Rizzo and all of them got the word that uh, these are all the things that the Dodgers were going to be doing, which I'm pretty sure were honestly already in the protocols, but whatever. But now they're telling you that. <laughs> but through this, you know, you can see the teams that mean it. You can see the teams that actually care, and we know one, obviously not the Cardinals. You know for sure not the Marlins. Why would they need to care? Um, at this point now, I think we could throw the Mets in there. I mean, Syndergaard's dead. DeGrom's dead. Ioannis just bailed. Cespedes is like, yeah, no, uh, I'm out. But he le- he forgot about the part where he's like, no, I'm out. He just left. So that that was cool. Nice guy in front of the show over there. Uh, the Cubs are, have stepped up as well. I, I from what I've read and didn't really, you know, look much into because of the Cubs and I don't care. I guess they're trying to stay in their own bubble, sort of in a way. Chicago's a bubble. I don't know. Nail got him. I've never been to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the last thing on this is just uh, Heyman. That's it. That's all I gotta say. It's John Heyman, man. That's it. Everybody be angry. We'll get back to your anger later. But we we have baseball. We're 10 games in. 11th game starts in a half an hour for us while we're doing this live and recording. Uh, we should probably find some positive things. We tend to not be positive. We have a review that says we're never positive. But, uh, you know, the Dodgers, like you said at the top of the show here, are uh, not uh, as terrible as they w- were written off to be on that Saturday and Sunday game against the Giants. Maybe, like, maybe they're like, not garbage. I feel like I got to pause right here and break some really bad news to somebody who doesn't know that Kimbo Slice died. Ooh. <laughs> Braulio. <laughs> so sorry, man. Kimbo is, uh, What's up? no, it's gone, but not forgotten. Uh, yeah. So the Dodgers are <laughs> better then the uh I think if I'm remembering correctly, after they lost the two games of the Giants, Bleacher Report ranked them like number fifteen or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. 
in the MLB in the MLB power rankings, the Orioles, the ones who play in Baltimore and have Chris Davis, they were rated higher than the Dodgers on that Monday after they had lost two games to the Giants, which is just the most. I I can't even call it stupid because in order to call it stupid, you would have to say some thought went into it. And it's just dumb, Ooh. but no thought went into it. And it was just like, a, let me just throw stuff at the wall. Dodgers number 15, Orioles 14. That makes sense. Let me put it on paper. Grab like 30 darts <laughs> and just chuck yeah, them at yeah. a board. That's exactly what happened. So very <clears throat> terrible. And now here we are exactly one week later, and the Dodgers find themselves ranked number one in the MLB power rankings for the Athletic. MLB's got Yankees one, Dodgers two. We'll, we're, no matter what way you look at it, Yankees and Dodgers right there at the top, as it should be, as yeah. we all expected. And we probably should just be playing a Dodger Yankee World Series and just cut the whole season all together. But that's just my opinion. I think that's just the easiest thing to do. <laughs> cool Whip Special says those. Uh, by the way, plus name says those uh, games against the Giants uh, never happened. By the way, that's true. We've yeah. already forgotten about those, yeah. but uh, I will not forget the fan base meltdown from those because there was. Uh, there was quite a meltdown. We we have um, a sacrifice, but it's not a sacrifice at all. But Gail said she'll come on and do the positive segments for us. We do, positive we thoughts. Do, we do need that. Positive thoughts with Gail. I don't know if anybody can handle that much positive. Gail thoughts. Gail thoughts. Gail thoughts. Gail force thoughts. <laughs> um, Get ahead of myself now. Apparently, you're just coming up with a segment title. So, you you're know welcome. what they say, YOLO. Mm. The bullpen. All I said for the bullpen was heart emoji because they, they crushed it. They killed it. Yeah, I think five earned runs the last time I checked for the entire season for the entire bullpen in which we've also Mm -hmm. played a pretty extensive uh, extra inning game in the process of Mm -hmm. also. But to be fair, those don't count as earned runs. (laughs) The the, what's it called? So David Roberts on Saturday night was asked, I think it's Saturday night, Sunday morning, was asked is do we know if the rosters are still going to reduce because it's supposed to happen on Thursday, Thursday where the rosters drop down to 28, and he said it will be relief pitchers. So now he has a good problem slash bad problem to have because you have to drop somebody. But there was that rumor that, that MLB was going to potentially keep the 30-man roster through the season because uh, the news flash: there's a lot of problems <laughs> with this uh, little virus that's ruining our life. Still. So... um Eventually, yeah, it could be a bad thing, uh, to, <laughs> losing a couple of guys there. But um, I think yeah, MLB, I don't I think, know if there's been any update on that. I think MLB should. What does it hurt? Honestly, what does it hurt in such a short season? We've already seen like a like a historic number of pitchers go down to injury, mm-hmm. and I think Mike Soroka just apparently went down like literally five minutes before we went live, and it apparently looked brutally bad. So his season might be over, but. Um, at this rate, the way we're seeing pitchers drop like flies, I mean, it would be in the best interest, I would think, of Major League Baseball for their future, for the talent in, in their organizations to expand to 30 and keep it at 30 for the rest of the year. Why not? I mean, if you got to knock it down to, to 26 or whatever for playoffs and World Series and whatnot, then mm-hmm. might as well. You have the Soroka. <clears> yeah, up and it looks it like a- good. The the report knee? the report is uh, Achilles. That's that's what oh. people that's what people are are assuming. There's no official report on it anything, but um, yeah, oh, it's yeah, off. yeah yeah. He landed kind of funky. Pushed off. Achilles. Well, that's not good. But um, and that was somebody who was pretty high on a lot of people's uh, you know Cy Young, Nick him along with the other guy. What's his name? Um, Flaherty. Never heard of him. 
Oh, I think he was on my Cy Young vote. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Mookie turned it on after, you know, an understandably, understandably slightly dismal start. Yeah. And now he's five. hurt. We're not going to talk about that. He's okay. He's <laughs> fine. He, he's got to take a few days off probably. But I think he had like five extra base hits in Arizona, crushing the ball even when he wasn't getting on base. Mm-hmm. Looked good. Uh, made one defensive lapse in the outfield, but forgivable because he also threw out a guy at third on one of the most ridiculous throws I've ever seen and did it with ease. Um, Mookie is a very good baseball player. <laughs> Who would have thought? You give guy a 12-year extension, he's a good ball player. Never would have guessed that one. So while we, we, we have a couple more to get into that, um, two things, because we, we're going to talk about like kind of what are our early concerns, because it's us. We're, we're going to go negative. That's I'm always concerned. What are going to be our chief concerns? We're almost uh, done with our positives because we don't know how to come up with that many positive things. But what, what's been uh, for people here on the stream side who, side who can type while they're driving or not? Please don't do that. Uh, what have been kind of the surprises for, for you guys um, so far in 10 games? I mean, I think Seeger's one of the bigger surprises no. for some people. No, for some people who are like, they should go get Frankie Lind. No, wait, sorry. They should just sign Frankie Lindor and then also sign Aaron Judge and then sign. No, you don't just sign these people. It's not how it goes, you dumbass. Anyways, I thought it was. That was me commenting. Yeah, I get this every time. I would just like to point out that I have never advocated for the trade of Corey Seeger in my life. I'm a saint. Wasn't that your pin tweet for the longest time? Like the sadness of losing Seegs? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. very sad about it. He's a very on good brand. ball player. Also, I would say if I'm going to jump ahead of everybody, because Tris over here on Periscope says Pollock is surprisingly great. And my goodness, has that guy been off to a hot star? And my goodness, is that one hell of a surprise? I yeah. I was under the impression that Jock Peterson was going to get a bunch of starts in left field. Yeah. Uh, bunch at least at dh i don't care aj pollock has just shown up and hit like that's all he's done since he's shown up at summer camp he showed up yep. late he had his daughter he had covid he had a lot of things going on a for lot him. of things he just showed up and started mashing the ball like it was no one's business man this guy is crushing it and it's been so fun to watch him do it too and, and it brings a very important balance of the lineup that it needed with that extra right-handed batter uh, of course, going into the season, the expectation was that Gavin Lux was going to take that 2B job and run with it. That's not the case, although Dave says he's getting closer to being uh, game ready. But <clears throat> it was such a, a lefty-heavy lineup. It just it worked out perfectly in uh, you know balancing itself out this way. Having a the guy you thought you were signing <laughs> version of A.J. Pollock is, is great. And Dave uh, kind of attributed some of it to... Uh, you know, he, he slimmed down. He's noticeably slimmer in Dave's eyes, and that makes him a little bit quicker. That was one of the things uh, Robert said was a concern. Well, you know, I guess AJ tried to, in the spirit of being healthy, he bulked up a little bit last offseason before, uh, you know, officially coming to L.A. And it just seemed to really, you know, throw him throw him off for the entire season. He was, he was terrible on defense. Nothing really ever looked good or looked right. But this, you're seeing these swings, especially seeing him for four games at Chase Field. It's like, that's the guy. I remember that menace. The guy who made me dread playing in Arizona. Mm-hmm. The guy who made me nervous every time he came to the plate. It's like <laughs> he his name became synonymous with uh, like Matt Carpenter, with uh, – 
some of the lesser guys that didn't hit against anybody in the world except for the Dodgers. The Dodgers just seem to attract those kind of guys. So having him come out, just hit the ball, be relaxed, be out there playing the game has been awesome to see. He's been one of my favorite surprises. Gail says the .99 ERA from the bullpen, another very pleasant surprise. Great, great. We went into this season with a lot of what ifs and a hopefullys mm-hmm. and possiblys and projects like we always do. And these projects, yeah. for the most part, those few misses, but for the most part, <laughs> working out very well. Mm-hmm. Few really good surprises out of that bullpen, like the lefty reliever core, who all of a sudden pit figured out how to get right-handed pitching out. I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know what I, they're I, looking at. I but feel I feel like we owe Adam Kolarik an apology. Yeah, I am so sorry. <laughs> I. I have said some bad things about you, not about you as a person, but yeah, about yeah. you as a pitcher. And he's, I, for uh, that, I apologize. He's still wiping for the amount that we crapped on him this offseason. Big time. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, the, the bullpen has been incredible. Brother Gatorade, Bruised Dog Gratterall is, is I think, um, the biggest win. And we got Mookie Betts. That might be the biggest win of the offseason. I love that, man. <laughs> Follow uh, his Stan account, which is Brook me three, yeah. <laughs> uh, but with with him, like he's he's just lighting up the gun. He's making it look effort effortless. Um, you know, there's gonna be some point in time where he's gonna lose it a little bit. Maybe that's that's supposed to happen. Never bruised our Cy Young. The this is gonna be like this guy is the future and and he's absolute filth. So win win win. We love you, Kentasan, but uh, man, do we we come out on top on that. Oh yeah! Remember how Boston was like, we don't want him. It's, Boston can't do anything right. Stupid, Blake, stupid city. Save for one game, Blake Trinan's been on that. That reclamation's working. So the bullpen is it has been a redonkulous. If I'm being analytically here, uh, that's that's a phrase, right? I yeah, yes. The shockers. I'm not going to call it a shocker for me, but uh, Cody Bellinger struggling. Of course, he went from spectator to two-run home run on Sunday, so that's a good signing out of the uh, out of the stands, I guess. There for Andrew Friedman, yeah. But just pick dudes up out of the stands that can hit. Is this ju- is is he going to figure it out? Do you think uh, Belly's going to figure would, it out? I would say temper your expectations. I think he's gonna he is going to be <laughs> the 2018 version of himself, probably for most of his career. If I were mm-hmm. a, if I were a guessing man. I'm not a betting man because you have to have money to do that. Mm-hmm. But I would say he's going to be a 2018 <laughs> version of himself. That is the true version of himself. The 2019 version was a oh, – I think it's a one-time deal, guys. Mm-hmm. That's, those are my opinions on that. I hope I'm very wrong about that. I hope he wins 12 more MVPs before his career is over. I don't – 13, 14, 15, however many. I don't know how long players play for. a long career. I don't know. Don't play, don't baseball players play for like twenty years if they're lucky? No, that was back in the good old steroid days. Uh, days. Deborah says Kenley yep. has been a surprise. Kelly was a surprise. Not so. I mean, as much as we love Joe Kelly, we we brought out our second one just to put him here front and center on the desk. Well, front and sideways, and apparently the Gary sticker uh, fell over. But oh. um, I'm not sold on Joe yet. He's not quite. Uh, yeah, you know, he doesn't know quite where the ball's going. Yeah, he hasn't quite he hasn't quite figured out his uh, his stuff quite yet. But at least the velocity's there this year. <laughs> I think we can say that. We we know what he can do, which is throw hard, oh. break windows. I think you're gonna say miss Astros players. Well, I mean, I wasn't gonna go there. 
but uh, he could also miss Astros players. Our boy El Cariza Chris is on the stream, and he says, I am the biggest Seeger apologist. Don't at me. And you can at him. That is, uh, I don't know what he changed it to. I forgot. Seeger apologist. I think it's Dodger Familia or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. People, you, you people change. Be happy I know your name. And you go changing ats and yeah, handles. It's like when you change your profile picture. I'm never going to recognize you ever yeah, again. Yeah, I don't think you could ever change uh, profile pictures. Gail uh, likes Scott Alexander. We talked to him today. Uh, Scott Alexander revealed that he had the corona, which is why he was late. Uh, apparently, it just gave him a big headache, I'm sure, literally and figuratively. But um, I did not expect that. There's a lot of I did not expect that out of the bullpen. Which is good. I'll take it at this point. There was a lot of that. <laughs> Roach asked, uh, can, we, uh, can we be negative now? Mrs. FRG brings up Driveline. Driveline making a big difference in that uh, Dodger bullpen. The Dodgers are about to buy Driveline. That's but, not confirmed. I mean, didn't Kyle Bodie go to the Reds, though? Yeah, but he's yeah. going to buy it still. Oh, cool. Yeah. Tom says, best shocker of the year. I'm assuming that was because of, you know, you know, the uh, inappropriate gesture I made oh. earlier. No, Kershaw's velocity. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was, that was. Uh, I didn't watch the game, so I'm just, I'm really just saying things out of my head. He threw hard. The game. Uh, Kershaw like a 92. threw harder. He hit 93 at one point. Kersh- Clayton Kershaw. Hit ninety three miles an hour. I have, I have the button. Where is it? Um, didn't I have? Don't I have like a dun dun dun? No, because oh, it's because sh- it's a gun. God damn it! Just, I hate you. Yeah, me too. I hate you. Uh, yeah, that was a good surprise because I think a lot of people were like, "Hey, if Kershaw's going to be successful, he's either got to start low working those corners really hard or get mm-hmm. some of that velocity back." Well, he decided to do both. He got a little <laughs> bit of velocity back to that arm. A little. It looked lively. It did look lively. We know. We know. Kersh likes doing well on an opening day for him on his on his debut. He's never done poorly. Like ever. I think so. That's to be expected. I'm kind of curious to see him sort of, you know, that was the thing. He, he talked about that, you know, um, after getting scratched for opening day, the, the frustration and kind of like the deflation of, like, I've I've felt so good and then this happens. So you wonder, like, crap, is he going to kind of baby it? Is he going to baby step and, you know, not really want to just let it rip, let it eat, just, especially if he's trying to aim it. So one start, one good start in. Bueller tonight, and Bueller is supposed to be at like five and seventy-five. So he has probably two more starts before he's just also let it eat, which will be perfect for for the postseason. D May is going to stay in the rotation, so the rotation looks really good. Uh, I would say without Alex Wood, that was a real FRG who said that. Wow, you know that guy that didn't necessarily earn that rotation spot <laughs> but he said it to reporters so it's his <laughs> oh yeah that's, yeah. that's, that's how that works mm-hmm. so what are concerns what are areas you're like i don't know that's that skin flesh on seager's palm mm. that's a little bit of a concern but then he came off the bench and cracked the three-run home run kike just perpetually <laughs> the fact that he keeps getting into the lineup is a little concerning. <laughs> that's a concern to me. Uh, I would say that Cody's a concern for me. Yeah, fair. And I would say that's a big time concern for me because I don't know how long they keep riding that horse. You know, if he doesn't keep, if he's not producing, mm-hmm. how long do you keep batting him forth? Where do you move him in the lineup if he stops hitting? When do you take him out of the lineup if he stops hitting? Because right now he's not hitting. I mean, obviously he hit that tank, but. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, other than that, what has there been? Is Jock going to break out of it? Oh, yeah. Jock is going to break out of it tonight. He's going to hit 056 on the year. A, fa- a right-handed <laughs> fastball pitcher? Oh, my gosh. Jock's going to tank Chris Paddock tonight. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. I don't know where you're at on this one, but Roach brings up the uh, the inconsistent lineups. Where? How do you feel about yet another season of you don't know who's going to be leading off every day? I don't know. That's just Dave Roberts' style. He's always done that. People, people this laptop. year, people this year are like, "Why is it so inconsistent?" I'm like, "It's been like that every year since Dave's been around." What are you talking about? <laughs> I think the biggest thing was that the sell was Mookie is over here to be our leadoff guy. This is the I, yeah. This is the, I'm, I, yeah. Even though I, I'm I pretty it. sure we talked about it in the off season, like the idea of of Muncie leading off because you know on base and all that. Visually, it just doesn't mesh for me, and it's not because he's like you know a bigger boy or anything. He's a chunky Because he's a chunky Muncie, but it just doesn't it doesn't mesh for me. It's not it's not it. I, don't, I mean, it's, it's an upgrade for sure over Jock, but we're also so used to Jock. And here on Monday, he's he's leading off because Mookie sits because finger out. Anyway, yeah, no finger out. Hugest, potentially the biggest. Uh, Potentially the girthiest surprise of the season has been Eddie Rios. Oof. We could just walk away from that Sleep part that of it, but Rios, uh, man, that boy, he all fly. he does is hit home runs and show up. I don't know. <laughs> he just hits a lot of home runs, man. The, he, the one he hit in Arizona he, is a monster. He also slightly deed up at 3B. Yeah. Turned yeah. a double play, started yeah. a double play. Getting a glove down. Proud of you. All right, the final one on concerns. Um, where are you at on Muncie? Is he a concern for you yet, or is he going to turn it around? Uh, I think this is the – so I vaguely remember Muncie having a little bit of a struggle at the beginning of last season. I vaguely remember it, so I could not confirm that because I have not looked it up because I am lazy. With that in mind, <laughs> uh, I don't know that I've ever seen him struggle this long. Usually finds Ten it, games but in, uh, yeah. I'm going to give him another five games before he finds it, and then he'll find it for the rest of the year, and he'll hit fairly well. So I'm not worried about him quite yet. Give it time. Then I'll be worried about him. Is Matt Beatty going to get enough at bats this year? No. As much as you want him to? Probably not. Sadness. Kike Hernandez will end up with a lot more at bats, like a lot more at bats, and that makes my blood boil. Also, we got to take a second here to shout out our friend Sierra. Hi, Sierra. Hello. So, <clears throat> before we bail, because the game is coming up pretty soon. And we got to go eat. Didn't you just eat? Didn't you want some more dumplings? That was like an hour ago. Oh, that's true. He, he thick. Uh, last week, we got on the phone with Mr. Josiah Gray, who is uh, one of the Dodgers' top prospects. He's number three in the organization currently. Uh, he's number 66 overall in baseball. Of course, a lot of people saw him do very well uh, in the intra-squad games and against the Angels at, during the exhibition games at Dodger Stadium. Uh, people are high on him, and, and it's and it's 
for a really good reason. He's good. He's a good pitcher. But also one of the things we confirmed, which we already knew, he's he's a good dude. He's a really good kid. Only 22 and, you know, gave us, well, like thoughtful answers. And it didn't just like try to get through anything. But we talked to him uh, last week. And he's one of the guys over there at the alternate camp, the alternate site at USC. And it's not for book learning. It's for baseballs. So... We're, again, 10 games into the season right now. You really haven't heard a whole lot about what's going on at that site. No. As so, far as I know, they uh, they just hang out over there. Yeah. The book club? Is that a thing? Brook club. Brook. Uh, ah. uh, that's it. Get the. You're getting a shirt now. Yeah. So we asked him, what the hell's going on at that site? And you know what he did? He gave us an answer, and this is that answer. So you're one of the the select few, the lucky few, I guess we can say. You're over there at the the satellite uh, alternative side at USC. Um, how is that going, man? We we need some of that insider scoop because really nobody knows the trouble I've seen. No, nobody knows what, <laughs> Winning what that, joke. that site's all about. Kind of uh, what the day to day is like. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's it's kind of like spring training. So. We go in every morning. Um, you know, we have to follow all the COVID protocols that have been set. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get our temperature taken and whatnot. Um, and then we just, you know, prepare for the day. So whether it be uh, if you're throwing a lot of BP, you, you stretch on your own, you do all that stuff. If you're throwing, um, it's just another day of work for you. You know, you warm up for that. You throw, you work out, you run. And, and then you kind of just head home. So it's it's as much as spring training is as it can be and it's also it has the element of you know we have games um here and there as well do you get uh, do you guys have a place that's set up for you guys to stay at or are you guys kind of on your own with that yeah so luckily um the guys who aren't on the 40 man they're they're helping us out with um the living accommodations out here mm-hmm. so yeah we're very fortunate to have that and you know it, it kind of takes one thing off of mm-hmm. our plate because you know a lot of guys were coming in from different parts of the country right. that were impacted differently um, so yeah it's it's honestly running as smoothly as can be right now what's the uh what's the competition like out there <laughs> yeah yeah everyone's everyone is as as competitive and you know they want to get their work in um as can be so you know it's really like a really good environment for guys whether they're you know, a couple of years away or whether they're knocking on the door. I think it's something that, you know, it's not going to be like, it's not going to be comparable to the big leagues, but it's as close can be because every organization is bringing their top guys there. Um, minus some, um, a few, depending on how they, how they see it. And, you know, we're all going out and uh, just trying to get each other out or if you're a hitter trying to get hits. So it's, it's definitely a competitive environment. It's science right there. Can't argue with that. But uh, I think the next thing we need, we need actual visuals of what's going on, so we're going to set them up with a vlog camera just and have them do the whole Trevor Bauer thing. Forehead. Ooh, also a good plan. So just walking around with it. That just seems like it would be really annoying to watch GoPro footage, like of somebody pitching. Just like bouncing around. So, like, yeah, yeah, Kenley looking straight at the floor. Yeah, probably wouldn't. Look. <laughs> probably wouldn't look good. But, you know, it's cool, and we have a lot more with uh, with JoJo on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. So uh, it would mean a lot if you went and checked that out. We enjoyed uh, enjoyed talking with him. We also 
have a, a Gary spoke with him out in spring training back when that was like a thing. Uh, Many just moons to get ago. yeah to get to know more about the kid and and um, I think one of my favorite parts about our conversation was him. He we asked Brooke asked about uh, you know the differences coming here from to L.A. from Cincinnati. Just uh, some of the things he notices between the organization, and he's like, I mean, he didn't say it this way, but he's like the Dodgers kind of care about you. <laughs> pretty yeah. much they're like they want you to do better which i think he almost verbatim said so yeah yeah anyways he, he said they want you to be a better player mm-hmm. he, yeah he had to be good about it and he was <laughs> anyways it's about wrap up time but santiago just got here and he said sorry i'm late so uh can you guys start over so yes we can coming at you <laughs> that's good yeah, see that it was like we did it again uh-huh I'm, I'm not we're not starting over because uh i want to watch this game i didn't get a chance to watch much of the game on sunday so i really want to watch some sports baseball plus walker bueller and uh and uh, your friend chris paddock are on the mound and this is a fun note here's your fun note guys um lowest whip in their first career uh first 28 career start since 1920 number two on that list is walker bueller our boy uh with a point nine six. Lowest whip or whip in uh, 28 starts. Chris Paddock, 0.98. Ha, loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's fun to hate him. Uh, I hope he gets rocked. I hope he has eight <laughs> hits off of him, and they're all solo shots. <laughs> Every single one of them. Well, you guys can find out more about that game, uh, I guess, because you probably could, you know, you would have known. You probably listened to this already or you watched it, and this is coming out on Tuesday. People listening to this part. We can find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. We would appreciate it if you click there and just click through everything. Um, do it now. We'll wait. And while we're waiting, I can also tell you to subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher Radio, everywhere podcasts live and can be eaten with your ears. We live there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Once again, I remind you, youtube.com slash TV. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. It'd mean a whole bunch. You're really good with that notification bell. I'm really proud of you. Guys, I am at BrookMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. This guy is at RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. We are at DodgerNation on Twitter, at OfficialsDodgerNation on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your concerns. Thank you for your kindness. And we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 